Hey, and welcome to Eliza Starting at 16. I'm Eliza Rubin, a 17-year-old girl living on the Upper East Side of Manhattan, and I'm here to do my very best to explain what's going on in the big, wide world of teenagers these days. So today, instead of what I'm stressed about, is what my parents are stressed about, and what I'm sure a bunch of parents around the country, if not the whole world, in some shape or form, are stressed about, which is homecoming. Now, I go to a school right here in Manhattan, about nine blocks away from me, and we don't have, like, a campus. We have a building, which has 12 floors, and then about three blocks away, we have a PE building, which has, like, gyms and rooms and whatever in it. But if you want to play sports, we take buses to all these different places around the city and outside of the city to do those sports. So we're not a heavily sporty school, I would not say. But we still have homecoming, which means that this Friday... We had a girls' varsity volleyball game. I am not a volleyball player. But a lot of people go, especially in my grade, because it's our last year, because we are seniors. So everyone gets dressed up in blue and white, and you have face paint, and it's really, really fun. And then afterward, you have a pep rally where basically all the different teams do a little skit or a game or something, and they call out all their members. And it's just, it's a fun time, and it's, um, in, and it's in preparation for all the homecoming games the next morning. So Saturday morning, we all take like buses or cars or whatever out to a place called Randall's Island. And there are soccer games, football games, cross-country fun things. And like little kids come with their parents. It's just a whole big thing. Like they sell school apparel. It's really, really fun for, well, I think it's really fun. Some people think it's boring. It's pretty hot out and some games are long, but it's still fun. Um, and maybe I'm just nostalgic because I am a senior and I'm like, oh, it's my last time coming. So, the f- normally after homecoming is a party, and that's where the fear arises with parents, because homecoming parties are not notoriously safe, not notoriously um, sober, and in our case, the homecoming parties are usually pay parties, which means that someone rents out a space, usually a senior will rent out a space, and then everyone has to pay to go to the party. So you pay a certain amount depending on what grade you're in. So for seniors, it's the cheapest, and it can be $40, let's say, if you're a freshman or a sophomore, but $20 if you're a senior. So it's a, it can be a lot of money to go, and often there's a theme. So this year the theme is like pajamas, and it's really not affiliated with the school at all, which the school wants to make sure everybody knows because they don't want to be responsible for anything that happens, understandably. Um, and we're really the administration is kind of on the lookout for like, oh, are you paying for this? And they warn our parents even. They have a meeting that's like, be careful for homecoming parties. And whenever we have assembly, the week of homecoming, the homecoming assembly is usually like, drugs aren't good, be careful. And then in-house, which is basically homeroom, except you have people from all four grades. So you stay with the same house your whole high school experience generally, and you can switch out. There are 23 houses in the high school, but you're supposed to be in the same one forever, and it helps you kind of meet people from other grades, and you form a relationship with your teachers so that they can help you out, and it's it's a good thing. But in our house, the seniors usually lead a talk about, like, drugs and alcohol and how to stay safe and how to manage everything when you're under, you know, maybe peer pressure or you've never done things before, just how to be careful. Now, what are my thoughts on pay parties? Well, I don't think they're any better than a regular party unless you're the person running them, in which case you stand to make about a grand, especially when you factor in how many people want to come and how many underclassmen want to come, which I understand because it's a party you don't need an invite to. You don't have to know anybody who's throwing the party to be able to go. Anyone is invited as long as you have the money. But what that means is that the closer and closer you get to the party, 
the higher and higher the prices go. So for example, right now, if you're an underclassman and you want to come to this party that's a week away, it's going to be $60 for you. They tend to be at small spaces that are really crowded and loud. And sometimes there's a DJ, sometimes it's just like an iPod. It's not like at someone's house where you can kind of wander around. There are rooms. It's like one room and you, you can't really do much except dance. And you're all kind of packed in there. I understand why you would want to go. I understand why you wouldn't want to go. I tend to go because honestly, I just like being like close to all my pals and we're all hanging out and we're all having fun together. I don't know. I'm a big person who's like, oh, bonding. This is the best thing ever. I love bonding and hanging out with my friends and they're all in one place. I just, I really like that and I'll go no matter what because I'm a sucker. But when you compare it to a regular party, like maybe someone's house is open, it's not, it's not amazing by any means. However, parents might feel better about it because you're not actually allowed to bring any drugs or alcohol in. They tend to have a bouncer and the bouncer will check you. And if they find you've got anything on you or you're like visibly intoxicated, they'll just kick you out. And they really stick to that actually, because like if someone's signing a lease for this place, if your parents are signing a lease, they're not going to be down for like people getting alcohol poisoning in the place. So those are pay parties. I have mixed feelings as much as I can say that it's not better than a regular party. First of all, how often do regular parties come around? The answer is not every weekend. And also, I'm still a big weenie who is down to go to anything with my friends. And now something I am done with. I'm done with a lot of things this week because I'm having multiple freakouts, as is maybe everyone I know, due to the fun, fun, fun college process. I'm being bombarded with things. But what I've got an issue with this week is actually not college-related, even though that also applies. It's the freaking iPhone 7. I am not into it. I feel like people keep asking Apple for more and more stuff and they keep handing us stuff that we don't want. We're like, oh, can we get like, you know, less glitchy stuff and maybe three-way FaceTime and I don't know, you're Apple, you can come up with smart stuff. And they're like, okay, but what if we told you that you would have to pay extra to be able to listen to music with a plug? And what if we told you that you wouldn't be able to charge your phone and listen to music anymore? Would you pay a ton for that? And we're all like, yeah, we would because we love Apple and we'll do anything Apple does because for some weird reason, there's like a stigma against other brands. I don't know why. I totally buy into it because like, yeah, I've got my iPhone, but I don't understand why. Like I should really get a waterproof phone when you think about it. I'm a total idiot who drops my phone everywhere and gets water on it and like leaves it in the room while I'm showering because I like to listen to music. I don't know. I do dumb stuff and I'm totally, totally klutzy and spill things all the time. Which, by the way, is not going to be helpful when I'm, like, losing my earbuds every four seconds because they don't have a wire on them. And so one is going to be in one pocket of my jeans and the other is going to be, like, three million miles away in a backpack that I lose. <sighs> I understand that this is a very privileged problem to have. But it's, it's still pretty annoying. And I am frustrated. I am frustrated. And in addition, I updated my phone to the iOS 10 because I was like, oh, that looks cool. I want to be able to send fireworks and whatever when I text people but I think I swear that they make it glitchy on purpose so that your phone will be messed up and you'll have to buy the new phone I swear that is what they're doing keep an eye out because there is a conspiracy and there's the man and we got to fight him so I'm still gonna buy into all of this stuff probably happily but I can pretend that I'm not and now for a sort of Lizzie's life lesson slash Lizzie discussion of frustration which is um how much 
companies and media and everywhere kind of feeds on the insecurities of girls and women and frames us in like you're attractive if a boy thinks you're attractive and you should look like Gigi Hadid and if you're not as close to having her body and face as you possibly can then you're doing a bad job and you're sloppy and you're gross and if you're not trying your hardest at all times then well you shouldn't be trying your hardest at all times because that's creepy and like annoying and we don't want you to try hard but if you don't care at all then you're gross And if you're too skinny, then you're ugly. But if you're not skinny enough, then you're also ugly. And we don't want you the way you are. And what does a boy think of you? I just, I realized just how much money the beauty industry rakes in off of making women feel bad. It's just like that thing I posted on my Instagram that time that was like, oh, this is an ugly eyebrow. And this is a great eyebrow with our product. And I'm like, why do you have to frame it like that? I just feel myself being conned and I feel myself feeling less secure When I broke up with my first boyfriend, I really freaked out because I was like, I don't know what I look like. Like, I had really thought of myself unhealthily as, like, if Jake thinks I'm pretty, then I must be pretty. And if he does think I'm pretty, then that might even not be enough. And if I think I'm, I I had no sense of, like, what do I look like without someone telling me how I look? And that's still an issue. And it's still, like, every time I see these ads, at least they're in the city and they're about, like, freeze away fat or something and it's like ew I'm breaking up with my fat so gross blah 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 freezing it away by love handles now I look great and I'm like why why and I guess the answer to why is that there's not much money to be made off of people feeling great about themselves and I'm just frustrated and I know this is kind of rambly and all over the place but I just feel frustrated today in particular but really every day it's something I've noticed for a long time but just putting it out there is how much of everything wants women to feel bad about themselves. It's kind of like what I talked about before with selfie culture. It's like, is your selfie ugly? Then you suck. And if your selfie looks like you tried too hard, uh, good news, you also suck. So it's got to be perfect and candid, but maybe it's not candid enough. And I just, I could go on for probably years. But often it's just exhausting being a girl because it feels like no matter what we do, there's just something wrong with it, and I am just frustrated and tired of it. And if you relate to it, please hit me up, and hit me up anyway if you have a question for me or any teenagers, anything I can do to help at elizastarting at gmail.com. That was my fun segue. And if you want to see pictures of things such as homecoming, I post a picture of myself on homecoming, and I posted posted a picture of all my various temporary tattoos it looks like I have not okay not none but it looks like I have way fewer than I actually do because of the angle I took the photo at but it is I swear so deep and really honestly ridiculous but my caption was like I'm gonna drown myself in temporary tattoos soon and I did I have little astronauts on my wrist and a little shiny ladybug it is very very cute I would definitely recommend it if you're feeling stressed if you're like god I just gotta do something I've got to change something I was like I want to dye my hair like no Eliza you're not going to dye your hair so I put on a temporary tattoo I would definitely recommend it so if you have any questions or anything hit me up Eliza starting at gmail.com and go look at me on Instagram at Eliza starting so thank you so much for listening and come back in a week because who knows what we'll be into by then